Canto 10, Chapter 43 Krishna kills the elephant Kovalayapida. Sri Shuka said, After Krishna and Rama had washed themselves, O chastiser of the enemies, they heard the vibrations of kettle drums for the wrestling match and went hither to take a look. When Krishna reached the gate of the arena, he saw the elephant Kuvalayapida standing there, directed by his keeper. Tightening his clothes and tying together his curly locks, he spoke to the elephant keeper with words as grave as the rumbling clouds. Elephant keeper, O oh elephant keeper, let us pass, move aside right now, or else I will send you, together with your elephant, today to the abode of Yama. Thus being threatened, the elephant keeper got angry and goaded the furious elephant that was like Yama, time and death, in the direction of Krishna. The master elephant ran toward Krishna and violently seized him with his trunk, but Krishna, dealing him a blow, escaped from the grip and disappeared between his legs. Angry about not seeing him anymore, he spotted him by his sense of smell and grabbed him with the end of his long nose, but Krishna used force and freed himself once more. Krishna seized him by the tail and dragged him that mountain of power for twenty-five bow lengths with the ease with which Garuda plays with a snake. Achuta, moving him to the left and the right, was also moved about by him, just like a calf does with a young boy at its tail. The moment they came to stand face to face, he slapped the elephant with his hand and then quickly moved away again. Thus he hit him at every step and then made him trip. Running away, he pretended to fall to the ground, but then he suddenly got up so that the elephant angrily came to strike the earth with his tusks. With his prowess foiled, that lord of the elephants was driven into a frenzy and Urged on by his keepers, he furiously attacked Krishna again. The Supreme Lord, the killer of Madhu, confronting him in his attack, with his hand seized him by his trunk and made him fall to the ground. With the ease of a lion jumping on the fallen giant, the Lord yanked out a tusk and killed the elephant as also his keepers with it. Leaving aside the dead elephant, he, being sprinkled with drops of the elephant's blood and sweat, took the tusk on his shoulder and entered the arena with his lotus face shining with the fine drops that had appeared by his own perspiring. O King, Baladeva and Janardana, surrounded by several cowherd boys, thus appeared before the audience with the elephant's tusks as their chosen weapons. For the wrestlers he was lightning, for the men he was the best, and for the women he was Cupid incarnate. For the cowherds he was a relative, for the impious rulers he was a chastiser, and for his parents he was a child. For the king of Bodja he was death, for the unintelligent souls he was merely a material form, for the yogis he was the supreme reality, and for the Vrishnis he was the most worshipable deity. In these ways, being regarded differently, he entered the arena 
together with his brother. When Kamsa saw that Kuvalayapida had been killed and that the two of them were invincible, his mind was overtaken by a very great anxiety, O ruler of men. The two mighty armed lords, the way they were dressed in each his own garments, with ornaments and garlands, looked in their excellent costumes like two actors and radiated, being present in the arena with an effulgence that overwhelmed the minds of all onlookers. The people, sitting in the galleries, the citizens and the people from outside, O king, seeing the two supreme personalities, in sheer delight opened their eyes and mouths wide and drank in the vision of their faces, never getting enough of them. As if they were drinking them through their eyes, licking them up with their tongues, smelling them through their nostrils and embracing them with their arms, they spoke with each other, commemorating the beauty, qualities, charm and bravery they had seen and heard from them. These two who descended to this world in the home of Vasudeva are no doubt the direct expansions of Ari, the Supreme Personality. This one here was born from Devaki and brought to Gokula, where he, growing up in the house of Nanda, lived in secret all the time. He put an end to Putana, the whirlwind demon and the two Arjuna trees, and also ended the lives of others like Shankachuda, Keshi and Denuka. He saved the cows and their tenders from the forest fire. He subdued the serpent Kaliya and sobered up Indra by delivering all the residents of Kokula from rain, wind and hail, when he for seven days with one hand held up the best of all mountains. The gopis, seeing his always cheerful, smiling face and glance that are free from fatigue, could transcend all sorts of distress and live happily. They say that, because of him, this Yadu dynasty will become very famous and, being protected in every way, will achieve all riches, power and glory. And this brother of his, the lotus-eyed Rama, he is of all opulence and killed Pralamba and, we think, Vatsasura, Bakasura and others. With the people, thus speaking and the musical instruments resounding, Chanura addressed Krishna and Balarama using these words. O son of Nanda, O Rama, you two heroes are well respected and skillful at wrestling. The king heard about it, wanted to see that and called for you. When citizens in mind, deeds and words perform to the pleasure of the king, they will acquire good fortune, but not acting so, they achieve the opposite. The Gopas, evidently, are always very happy to tend their calves and play and romp as they wander about deep in the forests. Let us together with the two of you, therefore, act to the pleasure of the king. Everybody will be pleased with us, for the king embodies the interest of all living beings. When Krishna heard this, he, welcoming the fight and thus considering it desirable, spoke words befitting the time and place. Even though we wander in the forest, we are also subjects of the Boja king. Therefore, we must always do whatever pleases him, for that will bring us the supreme benefit. 
we young boys should befittingly contest with those equal in strength. The wrestling match should take place in such a manner that the assembled audience in this arena will not fall from its belief. Chanura said, You who sported to kill the elephant that had the strength of a thousand elephants are not a boy or a youngster, and neither is Balarama who is the strongest of the strong. Therefore, the two of you should fight with those who are strong. There surely is no injustice in that. It is your prowess against mine, O descendant of Rishni, and let Balarama take it up with Mushtika.' 